This is a Lego Football feature. At the conclusion of the Serie C Lega Pro season, FC Sutero was promoted for the first time in history to Serie B under coach Ivan Javočić. He did such an amazing job that Venezia has named the Croatian as their coach for the 2022-23 campaign. Here he is talking with us at Lego Football about FC Sutero, his Serie A and B playing days, including when Roberto Baggio was at Brescia and where Ivan wants to get to later in his career. It's my pleasure to present the Ivan Javočić interview. Welcome cultural lovers and football lovers around the world. We are talking today to the coach of FC Sutirol, Ivan Javočić. Ivan, welcome. Thank you, David. Thank you for your invitation. I'm uh, I, I'm sorry about my uh, not perfect English. I'm uh, in Italy. Uh, you train a little bit about English, so I, can, I I will try to to be to 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 speak a good English. You are you are already, and he's a multilingual coach. It's not just his native Croatian; he also speaks Italian. He also speaks English, as everyone can see. Are, are there any other languages that you haven't told us about? Uh, I uh, I understand uh, good uh, Spanish. Uh, I read a, a lot of uh, lecture now in a uh, lot of books in uh, in Spanish. I'm studying uh, a German because here uh, many many people uh, speaks now German, and so uh, the languages uh, always like uh, I always like the languages and in my in my business it's it's important to know it. Yeah, yeah. Well, so many players, especially now that. For those yeah. of you who do and don't know, Sudtirol is going into Serie B here in Italy. They've won the Serie C championship uh, with Ivan at the helm, his tenure in just his first year as well, which is unbelievable. And uh, I'm going to give people a little bit of background about Ivan today. An incredible season with Sudtirol, obviously. 43 years old, yes? Yes. Former Serie A player, former Serie B player. Uh, started your career, obviously, as a young player in Croatia. Uh, you're from Split in Croatia. Yes. You've also coached previously near Milan. There's a town called Busto Arsizio yes. with Propatria for years. You were with Mantova. You also caretaker coach with Brescia. Yes. And you started your coaching career with Brescia as a youth coach. Yes, you you are very prepared about Thank my career. Thank you very much. Career. I do my best. And for those of you who don't know why I'm doing this, I am I'm a commentator of Serie A and Serie B for the, for the Italian World Feed. And uh, of course, we're going to see Ivan and his team take on the might of Genoa, Venezia, Parma, all these cracking teams that are in Serie B for next season. Uh, we've still got some semi-final playoffs happening at the moment. Yes. And uh, this weekend is a big one with uh, Brescia, with Monza, with Pisa and with Benevento, as well as Vicenza and Cosenza. So uh, it's a big moment in Serie B. We've also got the last weekend of Serie A. And uh, maybe one day, Ivan will return to Serie A as this a coach is this time. Like we'll a see. Yeah, we'll maybe, see. maybe. It's, it's definitely my dream. It's like uh, uh, closing the circle now because uh, uh, I played when I was 18 years old, 18 years old as a, as a young now player in the in the in the Serie A, and when the Serie A was a, was a, like an NBA now in the basketball. So the best of the best. It, yes, best of the best. So it's my uh, 
a goal to 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 come back to to finish the circle. It's his goal to coach in Serie A after playing there. And on that word goal, I know you scored a goal in Serie A, which we will come back to a little bit later on. So yeah. I've gone through your, your playing, uh, briefly, your playing background and your, your coaching. You've gone to Bolzano. For those of you who don't know, Sudtirol is a club of Bolzano. And that's in uh, Alto Adige, yes? In Trentino? Yes, yes. Okay, I've been. I haven't been to Bolzano often, but I actually spent some time in in Trento. A it's a beautiful, uh, beautiful place. Really beautiful, beautiful place. Beautiful uh, area. Yeah. A beautiful area. It's a mountain area when everybody comes to to visit. No, in the in the winter, but not only in the yeah. summer and uh, in the spring. Uh, it's uh, really no, really known. No, in uh, no, not only in Italy but in Europe as a ski resort, and uh, they are very beautiful places. The Dolomite Mountains. Yes. Yes. Dolomite yeah, Mountains. Yeah. Yes. So I'm I'm going to talk about a couple of statistics that you achieved this season. These are unbelievable numbers. S- simply amazing. 28 games undefeated streak. 18 games undefeated until Christmas. Then 10 more after Christmas. You had a 2-0 win over Triestina. To, that confirmed this title for you. You beat Padova, coached by Massimo Aldo by five points. You had the best defense in the whole country. And in the Europe uh, either. And in Europe. Okay, well, I'll get, there's a tick. Beautiful. <laughs> there's a step that we made. Exactly. I mean, there's all these other coaches and then there's uh, Jabocic on the top with the best defense. And you, you conceded nine goals and 29 clean sheets. I mean, th- yeah. th- these are these are figures that Baresi and Maldini would be proud of. And, yes, uh, when, when you talk about it, it's it's really impressive. But uh, um, the the football is a game uh, of uh, uh, of everyone. You know, it's not about one player or one coach. It's a it's a very uh, collective game. No, it's about uh, collective mind. Uh, uh, how do you say it? Uh, the team uh, effort. The team effort, yes. Uh, collective in Italian. A team effort. Yeah. So it's uh, it's a uh, really impressive numbers. We um, we conceded only nine goals. I think uh, because uh, we have a great culture of uh, of work, uh, discipline, uh, the quality of players. And uh, but not only in defense. Uh, even when we have the ball, uh, I think it is influenced by the with the way we we uh, what we do when we take the ball. So our possession is uh, is, is one of the best. The, our opponents have the less time to to beat us. It's it's all about uh, the complete game, no? Uh, total effort of the, of the team and uh, approach, uh, holistic approach. Let's say it yeah. like this. Well, you're you're a very modest coach. You lost twice in the season, and both were one nil. Did it hurt you when you finally lost the game? Because you won so many games and you you were undefeated for so long. What was it like to finally lose a game? Uh, it was a relief in a way. Uh, so uh, let's say it's the time that uh, you know. You know, um, people like to say it's all about big numbers. No. So when when it arrived, uh, okay, it arrived. Uh, it is arrived. Uh, we lost the game. 
uh, we were obviously now not uh, pleased with it, but uh, it was uh, um, um, a moment for uh, for restart, no, to yeah. be better, to to even be angry because we lose the game and. Uh, even the loss is important because it makes you uh, feel uh, more humble, uh, more uh, respectable of what you did. So you can restart to do what you did uh, before. And I guess some players start to believe they're just unbeatable and it's good for them to come back down just yes, for one yes, week. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. And, it's about, yes. and the, the second best defence was Padova. They conceded 26 goals. That's... 17 more goals more than you and that was the second best defense you, your defense are you worried that other clubs are going to come for your defenders and try and sign them for, for right. next year? it's a part of the game i would be yeah. pleased uh, at the end because it means that you go did you the good job uh, as a coach i think you have to uh, help your players to do better, and uh, if you, if tomorrow they they have a good career and uh, do better, I'm uh, I'm very pleased. It's uh, it's uh, one of my goals. No, so why not? Uh, and then my, uh, maybe we come uh, with the new players that uh, we work and uh, then can uh, even be, make uh, better. Yeah, sure, sure, absolutely. And and you you beat Bari so. I'll explain to people at home. Serie C has three girone, they're three groups, and it's basically divided into roughly, more or less, north, middle, and, and southern Italy. Yes. Uh, so you won girone A, which is the group A, and uh, mainly northern teams in that one. In group C, the champions were Bari, which is Aurelio De Laurentiis' club, his yes. second club after Napoli, and you had to play them for the Supercoppa Serie C. So for those who don't know, the Supercoppa is disputed with uh, three clubs, the winner of each division, and they play each other once, and it depends where you uh, get drawn to play. You went to the San Nicola in Bari, yes. and your team came back from 1-0 down to win 2-1. And, I mean, the the goal from Bari already to, to be 1-0 up at home is the, is the was it the first long trip of the year? You had to go all the way down the south, Derico's goal for Bari was lovely, but your response with Sutirol was superb. Because yes. you see um, Marco Moscati, he hit a crossbar with a free kick. You have Decol's equalizer, which was stunning. Uh, from the outside of the foot from 25 yards. Yes. Uh, and uh, you also had that move to win the game with uh, Robert Decol getting involved, the cross coming from uh, Bro, who crossed in. And Kaziragi scored the winner. Yes. Um, so to win away in Bari after a long season, what was it like to win that Supercoppa match against an, the other winner of another Girone? Because you already beat everyone in yours, and then you go away and beat the champion, which is a huge club, Bari. Yeah. Yeah. You see, you said it well, uh, all all well, because. It was a huge victory. It was a big game because you you go at the San Nicola, which is a, a historical now stadium uh, in Italy, uh, when they had the the the, the, the world champions now in the 90s and uh, historical club. Uh, it's all big now there. So 
if you win after the celebrations and uh, after a, a long, very long and difficult uh, league, uh, it's all about uh, mentality. My guys were very, very, very they, they were great because they they only wanted to to play well uh, and to win. No, and so they are they are very great. It was not easy because Bar is a great team, uh, but we. Uh, then we can um, when we came down it was not uh, easy to go up uh, but the guys they they, they, great, they have a really great mentality you know and, and they show it on the on the field for those who haven't seen the highlights of that match you're going to see some really good movement between your defenders they come up on the flanks i noticed that decol was moving into the box coming yes. back out there they're taking uh, the opposition defenders away, stretching the defense to open up gaps and the ball in for Kaziragi was sublime yes. and, and the volley to finish in the near post. And, and Kaziragi, for those of you who, who don't know that Pierre Luigi Kaziragi is a player of the uh, yesterday, Daniele Kaziragi is the top scorer for this season for FC Sudirol. And he's... Uh, he scored 17 goals last season, yes. 12 this season. So some people might think he didn't have a good season. But I think it's a testament to the way that your side plays because it's not just counting on the one striker. You're counting on a lot of different players and you have a good median age of your players. I noticed a lot of 23-year-olds to 29-year-olds, yes. you know. And yes, you have a, a few older players and one or two younger players, but that is the sweet spot for gelling a team and uh, bringing them through to win. They have maturity, they also have experience, and they still have the will in their Yes, the, the, the passion to, to and win. the enthusiasm. You, you said it very well because it's all about uh, getting the, the good balance now of uh, young players, the, the experienced one with the young players. They have enthusiasm, they have courage, they, those things that in a uh, game of football is very important. Uh, and uh, the experience one, that they gave you the, the stability, no? Uh, Anche in italiano. Eh, il, il direttore l'ha pensato bene, cioè in senso una squadra veramente fatta bene, con, con equilibrio, ecco, da questo punto di vista. It was uh, very well balanced team about sporting director was uh, crucial in that. And the, the, so it's a, it was a, a really good recipe for, yes. I mean, when you leave a team like Propatria, which is in the same division, and then you go to Sultirol, and in your first year, you, because uh, I noticed Propatria finished in 11th la, uh, this year. And last year they finished in fifth with Yavocic as the Elena Dore. Yeah. It shows me the difference that a coach can make. And also, I mean, you had even players like uh, Emmanuel Latelat, who was his yes. spal in Serie B. Even Nicolai, yes. Uh, and Gatti for Frosinone, he yeah. was a good player. That, uh, wow. Was bought uh, but Juventus uh, recently. So, so you went from from one to the other. You didn't have big names in this Sutirol squad, but you had soldiers on the field yes. doing yeah. the job week in week out. Which uh, you know, that's a testament to your coaching style as well. Thank you, uh, thank you very much. It was all about team effort, no, about uh, responsibility, about uh, growing up with the team. And uh, uh, the mathematics is, is that it's not uh, just one one plus one or two plus two. It it comes uh, greater, bigger because uh, team uh, 
uh, has a very great, um, uh, how do you say, quality, human quality about uh, culture, about uh, mentality and uh, about very disciplined uh, identity, tactical and uh, strategical. And uh, that gives you the, the advantage, you know, strategical advantage about the points. The confidence you would have in going from the third division to the second division with this group of players. Of course, in the summer transfer window, there's going to be players come and go. But And so to go up finally into the, the Serie B, you've got a, such a solid group of players. Of course, you will add and subtract some players as you need to. But names like uh, Daniele Casiraghi, uh, Jeremy Bro, you've got Decole there, Fabian Tate and, and Hans Fink. I know Hans Fink is leaving the club yes, after 12, 12 captain, seasons. Yes, yes. Yeah, but and he, he's, he will stay around, so so he's important uh, to build the mentality for everyone who who comes now from uh, outside. Uh, as you said, it the, the Serie B is a very hard championship, uh, a different kind of championship. It was uh, you have to need uh, much more quality and speed, but the base is good. Base is good because uh, it's strong. No, it's solid. Uh, then uh, you have to work to to do it better, to get even better, uh, to become even better team. But why not? You have to be ambitious, humble, because we are uh, new guys on the no, in the in the Serie B. Yeah, there are very great teams uh, and um, great uh, cities. No, they are competitive, very competitive. But uh, we will try to, in some way, surprise them. Yeah, absolutely. And and another name I wanted to mention was Fabian Tate. He's 29 years old. Yeah. He's at least eight seasons with the club and he, nearly 300 games. He's from Bolzano as well, born there. Is he one player that the locals of Bolzano, is he like their uh, iconic player that they, they've known since uh, Serie C and now you know he's going to help you? Javocic and Tate coming together in Serie B and able to push this club, you know, into a direction. Obviously, winning Serie B is something, it's a big discussion. But competing, uh, we saw clubs like Perugia come up from Serie C and Como, and they were able to uh, yes. perform well. And, and you know, we saw clubs like Parma and Spal struggling. Struggling, yes. To, we have a really good setup now in Serie B where you're going to have uh, away trips in Sardinia uh, against Cagliari if they come yes. down. I mean, this is amazing for Sudtirol and the region of Bolzano in general because the club has only been around since 1995. Yes, it's a very young uh, club, yes. yes. It's a, it's a big uh, opportunity for us, uh, for all of us. Uh, you, you said it well that uh, Tite represents the identity now of the team I think the identity is important. The sense of uh, uh, belonging, not to 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 one uh, city, to one region. It, it uh, comes out uh, the emo the good emotions, the good vibration, and it is important to have identity in, in such a competitive league. It will be a good example uh, for us to 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 follow to everyone new that that come that, that will come from uh, other cities, other clubs, and and sure, he's he's important. We we care about much about. Uh, this sense of identity is important. And in that part of Italy, you're close to Austria. So 
I noticed when I went to Bolzano, a lot of the shop signs were in German. Yes, and, there is and, ger German man minority here. That they, they are, uh, there is a, even a, a mentality, no, a cultural uh, mentality that is bound with the German way of doing things. It's all about integrity. We in the in the team we have uh, players that are from here. We are have we have players from the south. I am a foreigner now, even if I was 25 years, but I'm a Croatian. We have a lot of guys that, that come uh, from uh, other countries. So it's all about uh, integrity now and the sensibility to, to respect the, the, the diversity. That's a great point. I wanted to talk about your goalkeeper, Giacomo Poluzzi, who he played every minute this season, 3,600 minutes. I remember his name. I jogged my memory. He played with Spal when they were in Serie A, yes, Serie B. Yes. He, he was he was a, the second keeper uh, yes. at times, and he played with Bonifazi, Petania, Lazzari, uh, Kurtic, under Leonardo Semplici as well. Uh, at 34 years of age, is he someone uh, with the experience that? can bring some of these Sudtirol players, can can help them come through because he's been in Serie B before. To, to make that jump from Serie C to Serie B, maybe some of the players are having nerves or, they, you know, they're a little bit uh, cautious or they're, they're yes. wondering what to expect. Is he someone that can help your younger players? Yes, absolutely, yes, because he has experience. He's... Uh he has a quality as a person, oh, uh, so that is very important. He can accelerate you know, the process of the young players to 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 have the the right mentality, right identity. He's a mature man, a mature player, and uh, so he, he will be uh, very important for us. Very important. And in Serie B, I mean, Gigi Buffon is still there at 44 years of age, yes. so 10 years younger. He's a young goalkeeper yes, in comparison. Yes. It's a good point, um, good point. And yeah, that, so it will be beautiful to see Gigi Buffon here in uh, Bolzano. It will be uh, amazing. Immediately, it's a, it's, a, it's a crazy thing. Uh, it's a great thing, no? So we are very, very pleased to play some, some this kind of championship because it's uh, like A2. It's not Serie B. It's uh, really like uh, first division, a little bit longer, no, at the teams. You're having FIFA World Champions coming yes. to Sudtirol to play football, which yes, is beautiful. an amazing advertisement for Serie yeah. B and also for your club as well. It's an amazing yeah. experience. And Trento down the road, which is, if I remember correctly, is a bigger city. Yes. You know, you, Bolzano is having uh, a win over their uh, brother or sister city yes. there. So, but but uh, there, there, there is a great uh, sport culture in, in uh, both of the uh, cities, I will be honest, because uh, Trento has a great volleyball team, a uh, great basketball team. Here in Bolzano, there's a great hockey team, hockey ice uh, hockey team. And there are great sportsmen uh, in, the, in, in the individual sports. Uh, in uh, in tennis, there is Yannick Sinner. Uh, Tanya Canotto was a world champion in the how do you say Tufi? Uh, world diving. Yes, diving. Yeah. Yes, and uh, there are some great people. Uh, they they were born here and uh, great great mentality individual. Uh, the the soccer, the culture, it wasn't uh, always at the center now of the of the interest, but. Uh, now it is. Now it is very 
enthusiastic time uh, for all of us. Quindi it's a great team. So let's talk about the Ivan Javocic, the player, back in your day as a player. You debuted with uh, RNK Split as a 15-year-old, as a yes. is this? Yeah. Okay. Yes. And, and then Brescia came for you. Yes, yeah, so it's basically the, the then coach, former coach of Brescia, Eddie Rea, he, that uh, now is a national uh, team coach of Albania. He lived in uh, Slovenia and practically I was a national player. I was a captain of my national team uh, under 18. And, and they uh, and he saw me playing and after the game he came to me to say to me, you will come with me at Brescia. And uh, I did the sleep at his home that night and then uh, I went to him seven days at Brescia and, and, and my story uh, really begins, uh, begins like that. Wow, that's wonderful. And you were a midfielder, a defensive midfielder? It's true that uh, in Italy I had uh, a center position no, about defensive midfield, but in the national team I was uh, like an uh, uh, offensive midfielder, like uh, number 10 no, on the track wide. Okay, well, okay. How do you say it? But, yeah, number 10 uh, is, so I, is right, I did yeah. all, all the roles in the in the center uh, in the midfield. And it was noticeable in your game uh, against Udinese, which I'll come back to. If there was a player of today that everybody knows, what player would you describe was your position as a box-to-box midfielder as well? Would you yes, go from? Yes, you can say it like that. About uh, I don't know, at the times of today. Obviously, on the lower level, but uh, a kind of uh, cross or Modric player like like that about uh, all-round players in the midfield. They they can do both uh, phases now of the of sure. the game. Okay, so now we've got some context into Ivan and his playing days. So um, I will go to your first match. Was it against Napoli at the Maradona? Yes, there were 60,000 people in Napoli. They, they, they are uh, very passionate now. And for me, it was uh, like a dream come true. Now I was uh, really young, 18 years old. So playing in the stadium like that, it was uh, really incredible. Now, then after that game, I, I played at Marassi, at Stadio Marassi. Uh, and I started in the first uh, now as a starter. That was my first game as a starter. I, I remember that I played against Veron. The, that was a really, they were really, really great players like Bogosian, Signori. Great time, great time, great, great stadiums. So I enjoyed it. It came, it lasted little, but it was beautiful. I enjoyed it. Short but sweet, we say in, in yes. English. And, uh, yes, and yes. so going back to the Napoli game, and it was a big win. I think it was 3-0 against three a Napoli side with... Yes. Uh, Pirlo, with Pirlo scored one goal, if I, if I remember well. Yeah, and, and this Pirlo. is the 1997-98 yes. season, just yes. so people uh, that are listening in uh, understand what era we're talking about. It was the golden era of Italian football, especially. And you scored a goal that came away against Zaccheroni's Udinese. They finished yes. in third place in 1997-98 behind Inter and Juventus who won the Scudetto. In that game, Udinese got a 2-0 ahead. Johan Wallum with a, a lovely free kick over the wall. Oliver Bierhoff with a header for 2-0. And then came 
your moment. Some wonderful vertical passing. I've seen the highlights yes. uh, to to open up the Udinese defense. Then it was Emilenko um, Kovacic, Kovacic who passed to yes. you, and and then you hit the ball first time into the net from roughly I, eight I came yards from nowhere. <laughs> yeah, I've seen your run. You've you've come over on the far side, and uh, the, the defenders had no idea you were coming in behind them. Yes, so. Yes. Uh, a sneaky assassin run into the box. Yes, it, it uh, was a scored. beautiful moment. I, I at that moment I didn't realize that that what was happening now because uh, to, to score a goal now in the first division, I think I'm still the, the youngest uh, Croat player that that scored the goal, goal or something like that. And uh, it was a really big thing for me. Obviously, when you leave, when you in that moment, you you can understand what is happening now. So when when you look at it, uh, the years uh, it it feels good. It feels it feels good. That's amazing. I mean, that's every male's dream on the yes, planet. Yes, to, especially back then, was especially being picked up by Eddie Rea, being taken to Brescia. You're playing in Serie A at the age of 18. I mean, I can't even begin to think of what it's like to actually score a goal as well at that age. And I, I did notice you had trouble getting up after the goal. Were you injured after the goal? No, I, I kicked someone with my head uh, at, uh, when I was going up. So at that moment, I was uh, really not... Uh, I didn't have a clear mind uh, for about f- f- some seconds, no. Because I, f- from my head, I... I bumped in someone. Uh, I think it was uh, my, uh, uh, no, my team player. And uh, for some, yes, yes. For for uh, uh, for a few seconds, I was in the. I, I didn't really realize even Some more concussion. what was happening. Yes, yes. What is, so uh, so you you're like the Terminator. You yeah. <laughs> you still powered into the box even though you were suffering. In your time at Brescia, you played with the Filippini brothers, Giovanni Stroppa, Daniele uh, yes. Bonera, uh, Florin Raduchoyu. Yes, a, great player. A, a, a great player, the Romanian striker. Yes, yes, and uh, as you said before, Andrea Pirlo. Yes, even Roberto Baggio, I have an honor to, to play uh, with him and uh, with Luca Toni. It was, uh, I had a really uh, great luck and honor to play with uh, such a great guys and uh, they, they make history of football. So I learned a lot of, uh, about them and uh, it was a great time. I've read some other interviews with you uh, from some Italian journalists and I've, I've noticed that when you realized Roberto Baggio was in the dressing room, what were you thinking? My, uh, I had the posters of Roberto Baggio in my room, so I, when I see him, I couldn't believe it. I was, uh, how do you say, timoroso, no? I didn't know what Shy, to say, yeah. how to act. Uh, but when you, in, uh, instead, when you, uh, once you um, get to know these, uh, these guys, you, you, you become to realize that uh, their greatness comes from their simplicity. No, they are so wow. humble. They are so normal. Uh, um, they are always laughing, uh, do jokes. They are very normal uh, guys. Uh, uh, the the, the difference is how to how they play football. That is the, the real difference. But they are really really nice, normal guys. Once in the locker room, he, it was very very normal. He went to talk to me. He asked me how how I am. Uh, then some jokes, uh, 
really relaxed uh, atmosphere. But for me, it was like seeing uh, God for me. Yeah, it would have been like that for me as well. But uh, <laughs> a lot of people that listen to our podcast, they love Roberto Baggio, obviously. One, yeah. one of the greatest. There is a song, not a popular song, that the Sundays are not the the same ones uh, without Baggio in Italy, no? S simply, the, the game is not the, the, the same one without him. Yeah, it, it doesn't feel the same. Yes, a yes. As a player, you also won a Serie C and a Supercoppa Serie C with Arezzo, even though you suffered a long-term knee injury. Yes, even from Brescia, we, 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 we win the, the championship from Brescia from uh, second to first division and in 1999. As well. So a Serie B, a Serie yeah. B title as well. Yes. I was trying to match up your coaching with your playing uh, honors as well. So you've won a Serie D as a coach, you've won a Serie C, and you've won a Serie B as a player. So yes. Hopefully, there's there's an omen there that maybe yes. that my, will my, come back. My, my my daughter said to me that uh, the the A is missing now. The letter A is missing because we have a C, we have a B on the T-shirt. That's uh, now. We have to to put the, the letter A on the on the thesis. Absolutely, I'm I'm hoping that one day you'll get there. Tell us about the thesis to qualify as a professional coach. Uh, I understand at Brescia you were caretaker coach for four games. You got two wins as well. Yes, it's a fifty yes. percent record. That's amazing in in your four games. But you were not able to take the role as the official coach, obviously, because of the documentation needed. Yes, of the license. Then uh, it was a very hard time for, for Brescia because uh, there was some uh, serious problem financially, no? So it was a very, very hard time. Uh, I only wanted to, to help, no? I was a uh, under-20 coach, so they asked me to, to help the first team, and I did it gladly because I, I, I'm bond with Brescia very because uh, I played, I coached, the, the, my daughter is uh, born there. So I started my career of uh, 18 now. And that was in 2014 when Ivo yes. Iaconi was dismissed and then you were called in. And then before Salvatore Giunta took the job, you actually got a 3-1 win over Frosinone. It Are was a great, great uh, win because there were, there were players that were... Uh, literally running away from Brescia because there was no payments. There was uh, they were very scared about their careers because uh, uh, they didn't know anything about uh, what was the future now at the time. And uh, it was very difficult to train in, at this time. But uh, we went there and just played football. It was a great game, and in some way we helped uh, Brescia save now as a, as a club. Uh, then came new. That then came the new investors. So it was a very great experience because uh, you you learn a lot, a lot about uh, when you're in uh, difficult situations. You learn about a lot about yourself and about your job. So it was a it was a good time for me. And the the, the thesis to actually gain your coaching qualifications. I'll just yes. read something. Now, this is from the FIGC website that I'm going to read this from. And this is a loose translation into English because it's written in Italian. Your thesis uh, is regarding the origins to the present day, intertwining the history of the game with personal experiences. Who influenced you as a coach from uh, Lobanovsky to Liedholm? 
to Bielsa and Guardiola and Saki, your interesting and historical take on football. And you also mentioned uh, poets and and writers in your thesis as well. Yes, yes, yes. And I decided to leave the football as as a player because I was uh, always injured that I didn't, I couldn't know uh, to continue to to play at the same level at, that that was I was used to. I came to realize that I know very little about football because as a player you 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 think about yourself now. You don't think about the game and the complexity of everything. So when I started to to train, I think I I noticed that I do not know anything about football for real so i start uh, learning so i came so i told myself my, where do i where do i start no learning and uh, to 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 understand the, the the game and i come from from uh, from uh, i started from history so i i went to read all about uh, the history of the game uh, i was trying to to grow as a person so i was always curious uh, for uh, i i love i love to ro- uh, to to read uh, not only about football but uh, some other things it's about the culture so it was all the things come together right so personal growth and and career growth yes entwining those and and yeah that's your journey and and going back to your more recent coaching career i mean you left pro patria after four years uh in, in your first season you promoted them from serie d once you were in serie c in your first season you finished eighth then in your final season you got them to fifth you yeah. left them, now they're 11th, as I was saying before. And meanwhile, you've won with Sutirol in Serie C. This season, you drew twice with Pro Patria. Both of them were nil-nil. Yes. Is this something that you were happy with at the end of the day, considering it was your former love and now you're with your... Yeah, I, I was uh, from one side. I, I, didn't, uh, I, I wasn't uh, really happy because we didn't win, no. But at the end, uh, at the end, uh, at the other side, I was uh, really pleased because of my. There was a lot of my former players that uh, that I trained from for years, and and I was glad from for for from them because uh, it uh, looks like uh, I. Uh, uh, how do you say? Uh, so I I managed to leave them uh, something because they drove with me with uh, that uh, we were at the first uh, now in the. In, uh, in our league and they were struggling and they were just great and I was I was happy for them I was happy for them yeah it's one of those cases where if you're not going to win well it's at least it's against a, a team that you have in your heart yeah so. it, it was perfect in that moment for me it was perfect I, I was feeling well uh, because uh, four years are a lot for uh, for a trainer and you sure. leave a uh, lot of emotions a lot of uh, relationships uh, so I, I was glad that pleased that uh, I can in uh, some way help a former team to 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 get saved for for uh, for the year. The highest moment of the season, which was that for you? Uh, well, the, the, the last game it was incredible, uh, really incredible because uh, there was tension. Uh, there is a, a one-year walk at your back, and you played it in 90 minutes. It's really crazy if you think now. So much work, so much passion, so much uh, tears, so much uh, sweater. No, 
and you you played it in 90 minutes uh, it's a it's a great game so it was the greatest moment the highest moment when we when Kaziragi scored one nil I was still tense because uh, how do you say non mi fido tanto di gioco di calcio how do you say it uh, David you're not too trusting in in the yes, way that the, the game, the game because uh, the game of football it's unpredictable so you have to respect it and uh, so I did uh, respect it. I, I didn't think we won it uh, 1-0, but we ca- when we scored the 2-0 and uh, when we know that Padua wasn't winning, then I was a little bit uh, relaxed. I, I came to realize that we can win really the championship. Uh, and it was a really crazy year with COVID, with uh, so, man- so many games that we play uh, from January until uh, March, 18 games in two months. There was no one in Italy who, who played uh, so many games. Even Champions League, they didn't play so much. So it was a really, really crazy year, if you if you see it. Incredibile. I was going to ask you about your favorite game. Is that the same game or is there a different game that's your favorite? Uh, there was some uh, really great games that we played uh, with Padova when uh, we were 10 players missing from uh, COVID in uh, December. So it was a game where we obviously we, do, we didn't know how how we how are we going to react no with some pro, with that problem and it was a very tight game then I realized that we have a mentality you know winning that uh, we came out of the problems uh, we didn't care about uh, uh, what was in, what was going to happen but we we only played our game with with great consciousness now, and it was a it was a great moment for us. You know, you have the summer to reform and restructure and 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 plan. What are you expecting? The first maybe month of Serie B. Well, it was be it will be very difficult. Uh, I I I was just told in the press that we have to um, learn how to lose because we are now this year. Uh, we learn how to win. Now to to have a, a really winning mentality, we we have to learn how to lose. It it, it was a, it is a difficult pro- process, no? Because you have to know how to come over the difficulty, how to uh, emotionally, tactically, you have to work. It it will be a, a difficult process because you have to learn to 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 be a great. Uh, and to save uh, yourself, you have to learn uh, how to lose. It will be a process uh, very important for us. Those are very wise words from an aspiring coach that has had a team that has won so much and you know that you're going into a tougher league. There's some huge opponents in there and you'll also be facing some former teammates possibly as coach <laughs> as Giovanni Sropa is there at the moment yes. Monza. They might be in Serie A or not. We'll see. And who knows? Even Andrea Pirlo might come back in as yes. a coach at some yeah, it's point. Yeah, it's not. It's not. It's not. Po- in, it's not impossible. You 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 said it well, David. And there's also uh, World Cup stars like Alessandro Nesta, Fabio Grosso with Frosinone. Yes. Both of those players coach there. And you know, it's an amazing league. Uh, and and just in case you don't know, it is broadcast around the world. So oh, it, it is uh, great. It, it is great. It's, it's great. It's a great moment. Uh, and even Serie C is as well, for those of you who don't know, who want to follow a team and mm-hmm. are listening to this today and want to subscribe, make sure you check out where 
to watch Serie C and Serie B because Sudzirol is going to be in the second division of... And with that, I want to wish you well. I hope that we can speak again before the next season begins. Yes. We'll see what happens in the summer, hopefully. Yes. And uh, It will be my pleasure, David. Uh, thank you very much uh, for your time. Uh, it was great uh, uh, spending pleasure. time with you. Absolute pleasure, Ivan. You're very kind to accept the invitation as well. I have one very important question for you at the end. Gorgonzola or Burrata? Which do you prefer? Uh, Burrata all, all the way. Even, yeah, all the way. All the way. Even if I, I, I was growing in the north. No, I always lived at the north. In 25 years, I only lived at Crotone for some years. But I'm from Split, and Split is a town uh, at the sea. So my mentality is very near about South Italy, no? So everything that comes from uh, South Italy, it, it, it is just great for me. Burrata, Bufala, mozzarella di Bufala, I love it. Bufala, eh, Burrata all the way, all the way. The food of champions and uh, the food of Serie C champions. We'll leave it there. We hope that you all enjoyed today's interview with the Sutirol coach, Ivan Javocic. It's been a pleasure and we'll talk soon. My pleasure. Thank you very much, David. Grazie mille, veramente. Thanks so much for tuning in to this Lega Football feature with Ivan Javocic. We wish him all the best for the upcoming season with Venezia. You can also see the interview on our YouTube channel. The link is on the Twitter page at Lega Football or Chiocciola Lega Football. And wouldn't we love to see Ivan, such a humble coach, see him climb all the way up into the Italian First Division. What a story that would be. And once again, thanks for tuning in. This is a Lega Football feature.